a few questions that I want you to ponder upon today. How do you keep from listening to or encouraging gossip? What promises have you not kept that you need to follow through on for the sake of your integrity? How would you change the way you act and perform at work? If God was sitting in your boss's office and checking up on your work, Chew on these three questions as you listen to today's podcast with Dr. Dixon. The six ways to work on your integrity. Well, bless the Lord. It's so good to be with you today. And you know what? I want to talk about integrity. When you have integrity, you refuse to wear a mask or play games. All right? And you, you don't maneuver and manipulate behind the scenes. You don't twist God's word to suit yourself. Rather, you keep everything you do and say out in the open. Well, you know what? That's scripture. 2 Corinthians 4 and 2 in the Message Bible. I love the Message Bible because it just breaks it right down, brings it right into today's vernacular and right where we are. Didn't that do that just then? Because integrity demands that every area of your life be treated with the same intensity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I want to talk about uh, some ways to work on your integrity today that's going to help you because you got to have the same commitment to excellence in your marriage as you do in your career. You have to have the same commitment to excellence in ministry as you do in your parenting. So we're going to talk about some ways today. And I, I know there are many, many, many ways when it comes to integrity, but I'm going to talk about six of them today that you can work on this week to become a person of integrity. And uh, it'll just make a world of difference in your life, a big difference in your life. And not only in your life, also you'll be true to yourself. All right. Okay. Let's talk about six ways today. Number one, keeping your promises. People of integrity keep their word. If they say they're going to do it, they do it. If they said they're going to be there, they show up. The Bible says in Proverbs 25 and 14, people who promise things that they never give are like clouds and wind that bring no rain. That's from the GNT translation. Oh, wow. Mm, Looking for something that never shows up. Oh, so keep your promises. Number two, pay your bills. You may not think this is a big deal, but it's a big deal to God. Do you spend more money than you make? That is a lack of integrity. Do you get yourself in debt for things that you can't pay off? That's a lack of integrity. Psalms 37 and 21 says, The wicked borrow and never pay back. I'm in the GNT translation. Oh, oh boy, I know. You can't say amen, just say ouch. All of this helps us. It really helps us because I'm telling you, I was that person that had problems paying bills. And I tell you, as I began to get in the word and God just began to show me and help me through the word of God, I had more integrity with my bills. I learned when I got into the body of Christ, because when you're out there without the word, you don't have the wisdom to do it. And when I was out there in the world, I tell you, I never did not pay my bills, but I wasn't punctual about it. I didn't pay them like they should have been paid. But praise be to God, as I began to get in the word and begin to pray and study the word and begin to live a life of integrity, I began to pay my bills. And then what? Then your credit scores go up. Then everything, you just get whatever you want, however you want to get it, when you need to get it. 
Yeah. And you be a person of integrity. So you won't abuse the right that you have built up and that you're able to move forth and not have any lack in your life. God is good. Number three, refuse to gossip. God is looking for men and women of integrity who know how to keep a secret and not pass it around on social media. Mm. Don't talk about people behind their back. Don't even listen to that stuff because a gossip can't be trusted with a secret. But someone of integrity won't violate a confidence. Proverbs 11 and 13. That's the message Bible again. Mm. If you're a gossiper, I'm not telling you any secret of mine because you're not going to keep it. You're going to pass it around. Mm. Number four, faithfully tithing. Ever you put your money first is what's most important to you. Malachi 3 and 8 and verse 10. It says, is it right for a person to cheat God? Of course not. Yet you are cheating me. How? You ask in the matter of tithe and offerings. Bring the full amount of your tithes to the temple. Put me to the test and you will see that I will open the windows of heaven and pour out on you in abundance all kinds of good things. GNT translation. <laughs> oh, I tell you, if you say, oh, you're having a good time. I am because I love how the word of God just goes right to the core of the problem. And you got to make a choice. You either will or you won't. Mm-hmm. You know, no middle of the road. Number five, do your best at work. The Bible says in Colossians 3 and 23, work willingly at whatever you do as though you were working for the Lord rather than for the people. NLT translation. If you're a believer, your real boss is God. And whether or not anybody else sees your work, God does. God showed me this back in the 80s. I was feeling a call into ministry. And I was working, I was a television producer, and I was working, and oh, I, I've been in prayer, and in the word, and oh, I've been in this place with God for over seven years, and oh, it was just wonderful, and he was just ritually dwelling in me, and I was experiencing his blessing, and oh my God, when I got that word of going into ministry, I was ready to go. But God, I knew from reading the word and had wisdom that until God gave me the direction, God can give you a word. And then you know what? You got to wait until he give you direction to move on it. Yes. And until then, it's in, I was on a job. I was at a television studio. And I tell you, I was so ready to go. I was so ready to go. And it just seems like when I would go in, I just felt so much drudgery. I just did not feel like working. I didn't want. And the Lord gave me this right here. In Colossians 3 and 23, he said, you go in and you work as unto the Lord. It changed everything. Oh my goodness, my attitude changed. My outlook changed. Everything was wonderful because I knew that in God's timing, he would lead me out. Well, God had still more word that he was giving me. I mean, when he had given me that word, I said, oh, this is it. Praise God. But there was more that he had to give me in the direction. And oh, it was wonderful. It was awesome. So do your best at work. It doesn't matter if you're going to another job or you're wanting another job or you know that the next step is here until God directs and says, okay, take that step. Let me tell you, you just got to be still and know that he is God and stay on that job and do your best on that job where you are as you work as unto the Lord. Mm, it works every time. Number six, be real with others. 
That's what integrity is. A person of integrity doesn't act one way in church and another way at work and another way on the golf course and another way at home. No, no. Mm -mm. Okay, 2 Corinthians 4 and 2 in the Message Bible says, We refuse to wear masks and play games. We don't maneuver and manipulate behind the scenes. And we don't twist God's word to suit ourselves. Rather, we keep everything we do and say out in the open. Well, that'll preach right there, won't it? (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I tell you one thing. When you begin to walk in integrity, keeping your promises, paying your bills, refusing to gossip, faithfully tithing, doing your best at work, being real with others. I'm telling you, you'll begin to see a person begin to evolve out of the natural you inside out. Oh my goodness, you'll be an awesome, awesome person because you feel good about yourself. And once you begin to feel good about yourself, the way you see yourself is the way others see you. That's where I'm heading to close this out today. Do you know the children of Israel in numbers when they were going to go into their promised land And Moses told them, go spy out the land. Then 10 came back and said, oh my God, there are giants over there. And we look like grasshoppers with them. But then there were two, Joshua and Caleb, of the 12 that he sent over. They said, we're more than able to take them. Let us go on and get this over with. We got a word from God. We got God's promise. We can do this. That's really, in essence, what was being said because they saw themselves as men of integrity. When you see yourself as a man or woman of God of integrity and how you see yourself is the way that others will see you. And I tell you, when you begin to see yourself like that, you won't just end up just going around and around in circles and not getting any place. No, you will progressively move forward. It won't take you forever to get things done. No, no, no. Because you're in prayer and experiencing the blessing of God as you begin to become and move as a woman and man of God of integrity, you'll begin to experience experience oh great and mighty things in your life and you will begin to experience those that are around you will begin to value you see your worth oh my god and they will respect you mm-hmm. because why you're letting your yay be yay and your nay be nay in other words you are being a woman and man of god a person of integrity a person of integrity integrity. You are committed to excellence in every area of your life and you work on it with the same intensity no matter what it is when integrity is demanded of you. God is a good God. God is a good God and when you will work on being that person of integrity, work on this, work on this today. I'm telling you, you will find your value increasing. You'll find that your self-worth is more than you could ever imagine and you will find yourself possessing the land, possessing the promises, possessing the blessings that God has already, already laid out for you. You'll find yourself walking right into your promised land. Glory to God. Well, my prayer for you is that God allows you to live as long as you want and that you never want as long as you live. I am Carol Dixon and this is Dash 
Thank you for tuning in to Dash Podcast with Dr. Curly Dixon. We pray that you have been mightily blessed by this message on today. For more information on our resources and how you can partner and support Dash Podcast, log on to our website at CurelDixon.net. We are a 501c3 organization, and with your donations and generous giving, will help us continue to podcast to your location and around the world, for we are working positively, productively, and prayerfully. Also, we want to hear from you. Let us know how Dash has made a difference in your life. Contact us through Facebook at Carol Dixon, Twitter at I am Carol Dixon, or email us at I am Carol Dixon at gmail.com. Mm-hmm.